Welcome back, Hug Your People, episode 34. I can't believe it's 34. I feel like I've done a lot of these lately, but sitting here in the park, I'm actually recording a, a vlog for our treatment days. The kicking chicken food truck is out here smoking their chicken. I'm getting ready to go grab a bite for lunch. And uh, today we're going to talk about the true meaning of giving and also turning corners in our lives and our treatment and our mindset and the big corner that we've turned last week and coming into this week is when I really feel it. So sit back, buckle up, hug your people. Okay, let's get the business out of the way first. Let's talk about the true art of giving and kind of what that means. In the last uh, last couple of days, twice, not once, but twice, has my wife been approached uh, and the word competition been brought up as far as us creating a nonprofit around Hug Your People and us helping other organizations and um, kind of being involved with the, the give backs uh, around pediatric cancer. And it really, and I told my wife, we were talking about on the way to treatment. I said, you know, anyone that uses the word competition around me when we talk about nonprofits and, and giving back, they pretty much muzzle themselves as far as what I listen to because I don't think that's the right attitude to have. You know, we, we can all help people. And if you're in it to really help, then competition is not only welcome, but you should believe that the more people doing it, the better we're going to serve. The more people doing it, whether it's what exactly what you do or not, the more people we're ultimately going to help. So um, obviously, you know, it's no secret that my wife and I are starting a nonprofit called Hug Your People to help pediatric cancer kids and families. And mainly around uh, assisting with finances for research and also the wagons and things that we haven't even thought of yet will be part of it. But if anybody sees that as competition, then that's their problem because they're actually operating their business or their nonprofit or whatever it is they're doing from a terrible perspective, in my opinion, because I want everyone listening to this to have something like Hug Your People that they run. And that they help people with, because that's the world that changes things. That's the world that really makes an impact. It really is. And when we stop seeing each other as a threat and start seeing each other as an asset and as a continuation of the good mission, then we can take words like competition out of it. And I don't, I don't, it just rubbed me the wrong way that that was coming up this week. And my wife handles it with tons more grace than I probably ever will. But, um, you know, and it really, it comes down to that. You know, this is not competition against anything. We feel something on our heart to do, and we're going to do it despite what anybody else thinks because we see the good that it does. We see the good the wagons do, and, you know, we, we don't really, and we hope there, and there are people out there that do wagons. We know that. We've, we've seen them. We talk to them, and they don't see us as competition, and we don't see them as competition because the more people doing it, the better. If what you're doing actually serves a purpose and helps people, then it's not a competitive kind of thing. It really is. Let's all do something and let's all help people. Even if you copy someone's idea or have the same idea as someone else, it's not competition in nonprofit world. It really, uh, the more people giving back, the better is, is kind of the, the mentality. So I just think in the nonprofit sector, there is a lot of attitude of competition. There's a lot of attitude of, I want to help, but I don't want anyone else to help unless they're helping me help. And that sounds even crazy to say. And so we have to get over that. We have to move past that. We have to come from a place of abundance, not a place of scarcity. Meaning if every company had a give back 
portion of their business, what would the world look like? If everybody who was going through some hard stuff had a give back mentality, what would that look like? You know, and, and certainly not competition is not something that comes up. So we really have to look at where is that competitive nature coming from and does it serving the ultimate goal? Is it serving our mission or is it just something that gets in the way of what we're really trying to do? All right, let's talk about turning corners. A funny thing happened. Uh, It wasn't funny. Yesterday, I I had an appointment. I've been interviewing parents to decide how I can help parents in business, um, shifting my focus of my business a little bit because I just see a lot of parents that that can learn from uh, or can benefit from some of the things I've been forced to learn over the last six or eight months. And so I had an appointment with one of my good friends and the founder of Mother Hustlers, Alicia Crestel. Um, She's out of Maryland. And she messaged me and she said, I think I accidentally put some time on your calendar. I'm free, but um, I don't really have an agenda. And I said, well, great. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we keep our appointment? Because I'd love to catch up with you and see what you guys are doing. But also, um, maybe we could do a little quick podcast. And she was, she's always game. She was like, yeah, absolutely. So um, I sent her a Zoom link. We started, we decided to do a video thing. And I came up with this thing right before we were going on. I said, I'm just going to ask her three questions and and decide what that looks like. And we did. And Alicia has a great heart. She's got a great spirit. And so we just kind of laughed and talked about she's a mom and a wife uh, and an entrepreneur, multi multi businesses. You know, I'm a dad, a husband, entrepreneur, uh, multi businesses. And so those kind of common threads, we can get different perspective and kind of share. And one of the things that she, so we did it and we put it out and people liked it and it was great and we had fun. And one of the things that she commented on, she, she, she knows me well enough to, to say these kind of things, but she said, it was great to see your goofy smile. And, and she, she knows me well enough to know that I, that's me, that yes, I, I'm a loud laugher. I'm a goofy smile. Um, I will, I will sit down with my intuition in my heart and dump it in your lap and have a hard conversation, but I will, I I like to keep things on a humorous level. Even when we talk about cancer, there's an element of laughter. And I thought, you know what, that's the first time since March that in business that I've sat down and had a, had a goofy smile. And, um, she was the perfect person to share that with really. And it came up by accident. And, you know, I've laughed with my son, I've laughed with my wife, I've laughed with, with some people that are close to me, but, um, in, in my daily world, but, you know, sitting down over a business conversation and having a good laugh like that hasn't happened since March. I, I can't think of a single time. And uh, it was just this real good reminder of how we subconsciously turn corners and getting the scans back that we got last week and it, it really meaning the world to us and allowing us a new mindset to kind of come in. And, um, you know, the, these chimes are beautiful. They're going again and allowing us to kind of turn a corner. I think that was really the indication that, wow, OK, I can start talking about quote unquote, normal things again. And I can, I can shift my focus. I mentioned that on Instagram. I did an IGTV video where I, since March, I haven't posted anything about business. It's all been about cancer and my son and us going through it. And that's by necessity, but also by intention. And, um, I kind of feel like I don't want to abandon that, but I also feel like I need to turn the corner and kind of figure out what's next and how do I make a bigger impact and how do I um, help on a deeper level? How do I impact parents or people who are struggling with illness in their children or running a business and life stuff? 
you know, and so I feel like that's kind of what this all means. And so when I talk about turning a corner, you know, we have turned a corner in our treatment with cancer. We have turned a corner in our mindset. My wife and I are, you know, we definitely laughed a lot more this week and smiled a lot more and things that um, were huge deals weren't as big of deals. Um, like for instance, today we were packing the car, coming to treatment and it's five 30 in the morning. I forgot to put Baxley's pillows in his wagon. Uh, the reason I f- didn't think of it is because we're washing the pillowcases coming out of the hospital for six days and they're still in the laundry. I don't know if you parents can relate, but we don't get laundry done right away. Um, and so his pillows are actually in our, in our bedroom on our chair and his case, pillowcases are in the laundry. So they weren't sitting out. So it wasn't a reminder. I just put the wagon in the car. We jumped in, hit the road. And then we got here and I was like, oh, crap, I forgot Baxley's pillows. Now, there would have been a time where both me and my wife would have treated that as a huge deal. What are we going to do? This is ridiculous. This is terrible. And that wasn't actually our what we actually thought. It was really much, very much subconscious brain taking over of compounding things. So just that indication alone of it being like, oh, you know, we'll grab a pillow inside. They've got pillows and we brought a couple extra blankets and and that kind of thing. So it really, that's an indication that we have turned a corner, so to speak, and we still very much aware of what we're up against and what we're into and what we're, um, what we are fighting, but we can kind of approach it with a different mindset and a different, um, different mentality. We really can. And there's a giant tractor coming my way. Good. They are hanging Christmas lights here in the park, and um, a gentleman was backing a tractor by me. It was alarming at first, but he looked very confident and capable, and he is. <laughs> so there's that. But um, yeah, so so we t- we turn the corners and we we kind of approach it like what's next, you know. And I'm working with a couple coaches now for my business. Um, I'm wrapping up a mindset intensive over 10 weeks and I'm working with uh, my good friend Alok who's been very phenomenal in helping me craft what I want to do in business Um, and then coming into the new year starting with with another um, colleague of mine to uh, to really get it out there and impact a lot of people Um, and and I think all of that are all of those I didn't really realize what they were at first but all of those are indications that we're turning a corner and we're able to charge forward um, with even more um, passion and even more energy and even more vigor in making sure that Hug Your People goes to a great spot and making sure that we are being open and aware of the things that we are aware of, you know, and um, we actually let the ball slip on one of the wagons we were supposed to ship and it, we were supposed to ship it out a couple of weeks ago. And because of the nature of the scans we were doing and our own fight and everything else, we got sidetracked and we got absorbed. And um, I don't, I apologize we didn't get it out earlier, but it's understandable and I give myself grace for it not going out earlier because, um, you know, I tell people all the time, we don't want Hug Your People to be so big right now because uh, we are in the middle of our own stuff and it can't it can't detract from us keeping focus on Baxley. Once Baxley gets to a spot where he's a little more settled and we're making progress, which we are now, then we can then shift our focus more intently on growing Hug Your People and making it um, what it's ultimately going to be. So I feel like that's coming up too. But um, I, I just feel like, you know, given the fact that we are charging forward, we are showing a lot of signs of growth and a lot of signs of grace and improvement. 
you know, I just feel really good about where we are. The, we talked to the doctors this morning. They looked at all of Baxley's scans in the board meetings, uh, the council meetings and things like that. And they all agreed that we're in a good spot. We're making great progress. It's way too early for anybody to say um, you've won. So we're very careful of using that language. We're very careful of thinking that. But um, so we're not at a point of saying we've won. We're at a point of saying so far we're winning. And that's all we need to really to really move forward. So I'm happy to report that um, a big corner has been turned and we expect a couple more along the way over the next 30, 36 weeks, 35 weeks. Episode 34, I can't believe 34. Like each one of these episodes kind of, uh, kind of marks a little growth for us, growth for us. And at first I was like, let's do one a week and that would be, we're in our 32nd week. So we're actually, I don't want to say ahead of schedule because I don't have a schedule on these, but um, I'm happy that the thoughts are coming and that I'm able to talk about them more. And if you go back in to the archives of Hug Your People podcast, I, early on, I said, this is really so that I can learn how to talk about this because there is a point coming very soon that I'll be talking about this in front of people. And um, I think just by the frequency of episodes that time on task is showing me how to talk about this and how to describe it and to be okay with it. So uh, I thank you for listening. I thank you for being here. This was episode 34. You know what to do always. Go hug your people. <laughs>